Hello, Patronormalist. Thank you once again for your contribution in improving this podcast. We have a personal story from Patty for you this time, and uh, we're going to be on story number 15. So take it away, Patty. Well, this story happened to me three about three, three and a half years ago, and it is probably one of the most bizarre and puzzling events that I have personally ever encountered. I was on old... Um, it's old, old Quaker Road, which is here in central PA. And I'm coming home from work one afternoon. It's about 3 4 o'clock. And this car sort of, I go up over a hill and on the top of the hill is this old car. And it was a car from the, um, one of those big, long sedans from the 1960s with the fins and the, you know, the whole nine yards. It was just very old. It was all rusted out. And I'm, and it's going 20 miles an hour on a road that normally people do 55 on. So I'm behind it and I'm thinking, come on, come on. I can see two people in the front seat and a, and a male in the back seat and just see the back of his head. And I, he turns and looks at me and I can't see his face very well because of the lighting and stuff, but it definitely, he was, I could see the motion of a person turning and the car's just going along so slowly. And it was kind of an old beat up blue, like I said, all rusted out. I'm thinking, man, I don't know how he got this car inspected. And I'm having a lot of time to see this car because, like I said, we're doing 15, 20 miles an hour on this highway. And it's putzing along. And I get this really odd feeling. I, I, the hackles go up. On, you know how the hair in the back of your neck will stand up? Mm-hmm. That was that kind of a thing. So I back off a little bit from this car. So I'm now doing like 10, 15 miles an hour to stay as far back from it as I can. But... I'm watching it. It doesn't have any license plate. Um, and it's just all rusted out. And the and the tail lights aren't working. Like the brake lights aren't working on it. Because as it slows down, the lights aren't coming on. And I'm thinking there's just something really wrong with this picture. And then um, the car slows down even more. And it turns. And goes down into the woods, turns to the left and I shoot past it. And I'm like, there's no place to turn there. There can't be any place to turn there. I know this road, like the back of my hand. I literally have been driving this road for 20 years daily, sometimes five and six times a day. And when I used to do my home nursing, so I turn around in somebody's driveway and I come straight back. And sure enough, there's no road there, just bushes and trees and a little kind of in an indent where there might have once been a road, but it's all overgrown. So I turn around and I come back again and I pull the car over and I'm looking at this area. Now, if a car had gone down through there, it should have like, you know, pressed down and left a track in the, in the, in the weeds there. And it hadn't. So I get out of the car and I, and I walk over to the, this little, in, this little place that looks like it might've once been a road where the weeds are all growing up over. And when I say weeds, I'm talking about like little elderberry bushes that are about two, three feet high. Um, they should have been broken off or at least bent if the car had gone through there, but definitely nobody had been down there for years for at least a couple years. And I can just barely make out the ruins of a little house down there. And, but it, it's ruined. You can see that clearly that the roof is caved in and what have you. And, uh, 
So I drove down the road again a little further and I looked and you could see where, again, it's all overgrown with weeds and bushes two to three feet high. But um, the rest of that road, like at one point it had made a semicircle back out onto the highway. But it was all there's just this little house down in the woods. There was a new house, maybe an eighth of a mile down. And in between is what what looks like if you look at it really seriously and you can see just the shadow of that that horseshoe, what must have been a turning place, you know, to turn to go back out onto the road. And there's no place to go out there either because they've changed the highway there and there's now a ridge and a, and a big hump you'd have to go over where they build up the berm of the road. So it's gone. I have no clue to this day. I've driven past it a hundred times and looked. There was no car down there. And I literally stopped within five minutes of whatever happened happening. I turned around, came back twice and then stood there and walked across the road. And, and I have no clue what I saw. To this day, I have no clue what I saw. Hmm. They were just going home. I don't know. And I, I, again, I, nothing about it made sense. It was like sound stopped. It, the air was different. It was weird. And um, as I'm driving there behind them, I'm thinking I have to back up. I'm, I'm getting creeped out. And... I have no clue what I saw, but I definitely saw that old car. I even went home and looked it up to see if I could find a car like that to try to identify it. Mm. And um, I showed the boys where the place was at, my son's. And, you know, you can clearly see that nobody's been down there in years and years. Well, maybe some ghosts live there. Ghosts or something. I, I don't know. But whatever I followed, it wasn't a regular car and it didn't it didn't um, go in and create, like I said, tracks like it should have. That sounds like one of those, you know, I don't know what kind of like maybe a goosebump story or something where you're like, and they were doomed to ride that same route forever. Yeah, I have no clue you know? <laughs> about it. I just. And it was weird because it was the middle of the afternoon. I'm not thinking ghosts. I was working. So I was going from one home to another to do my job. And just in an, and the car kind of came out of nowhere. Like I said, I topped a hill and then suddenly there was this car. It wasn't in front of me. There was not really any place to turn on or off of the road in that stretch. It just was suddenly there. And I'm like, how did I miss that car? Hmm. And I followed it for maybe five miles before they turned. Well, it, okay. So if it didn't create tracks, yes. then were you seeing like kind of what that okra coke ship is like more like a hologram or did it seem like it was like real, real? Like it seemed solid. Like I, my first thoughts about it were not, oh my God, it's a ghost car because it was all rusted out. The tail, the tail lights weren't working. The, um, like I said, the plates weren't on it. And I'm thinking, how the heck did they get that thing inspected? But you, know? you didn't see the car like parked in front of that structure or anything like that. No. That, no. It, that it could be legit real. No. Hmm. I stopped. I looked for that. And all I could see was the the structure. It was all like the white of an old white house. Yeah. Very small. 
and the roof and the front porch were caved in and um, there was nothing down there hmm. besides that. Nothing. This is three or four in the afternoon on a sunny summer day. If there was a, a car down there, I would have seen it. Yeah, totally. Well, some things are just unexplained unless we go down there and <laughs> go in that house and try to get some EVPs. And by we, well, I don't mean me. I know that. No, I actually <laughs> tried to find out who owns it, but apparently it was um, it was bought up by a logging company. And, and, and so that's what the deed says now. Nobody's logging it. But apparently they bought a whole stretch of that mountain and that house, that property happens to be part of it. Because I thought, I wonder if. But like I said, there were three people in the vehicle. I know the male was driving because you could see the short, the very short hair and the clothing. There was a male in the back seat. I couldn't see past that male who was sitting on the passenger side very well. I could see the shape of a person, but I couldn't dis distinguish if it was male or female. Were there any sharp curves or anything that they could have died on that road? Which, which road is it? Do you know the old Quaker Valley Road out past um, Cessna and uh, St. Clairsville and Osterberg and all of that? Yeah, like the one that goes past the Chestnut Ridge schools or? No, no. That's, oh, okay. That's that's um, Route 56 that goes past Chestnut Ridge School. Yeah, we just moved here not that long ago. <laughs> I still don't um, know names. Already I'll have to show you, but like I picked them up. There's a, um, there's a blinking light mm -hmm. uh, down near Imler and, um, it's a scary blinking light. Everybody I know it's a four way crossing and you know, you just get this awful feeling when you get there that you're going to get killed. Like somebody's going to run one of those, that stoplight and kill you. And I, it's not just me. Every person I know who travels, it says, Oh, I hate that light because you just get this really bad feeling. You got to hurry through it before you get hit. Maybe the victim was that car. I don't know. But I've, and my sons, since drivers, they've all said the same thing to me about how they hate that particular spot. And it was right past there that I picked up this car and I start following it. And there's no place to go to like bypass that area. Mm -hmm. You just have to keep on going. And where I needed to go was on that road, but further down. Yeah, you'll have to show me on a Google map. I'll have to take you so there. So I can avoid that area. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you there, Kenny. Okay, well, go there yourself, paternormalist, if you're in the area. It'll go, be an outing for you. Yeah, go check out the spooky light. Let us know if you get any EVPs in that house. Um, I don't know if I'd go in the house because it looks pretty bad shape. I think some, the floors probably would give on you. No, well. Like I said, the roof's gone, sunk in, and the porch is missing. It's all crumbled down. So I would think it would be an unsafe place to, to go into. You can get a boom pole and stick a mic on it and stick well, the boom pole in there. We've talked about and this. yell in. You don't have to be at a site to get an EVP. I know. <laughs> That's what scares me the most. Why? I wish they would just stay where they are. <laughs> are you tied to that house? Then stay in your house. Well, apparently they go for drives from time to time because yeah. I followed them. Right. Well, that's cool. So that's not in any book either, right? No, that's actually something that happened to me. Other than my kids and maybe two or three of my friends, nobody's ever heard the story before. Well, there you go. For your contribution, you got exclusive number two this week. 
And they're going to give an exclusive number three as well, because I'm the third story has also never been published. Okay. Well, tune in again for the next story.